Hey, Street Fighters, thanks for tuning in. I've got the underwater version of the theme song in my ear right now, and uh, I'm enjoying it. It's Wednesday night, time for a street fight. We're always happy for any of y'all that show up. Uh, head over to twitch.tv slash Radio. You can jump in the chat. That's where it's at. Let us know what's going on in your world or what you think about uh, what we're talking about. Uh, you can also subscribe on Twitch. You're going to throw some money our way. We always appreciate that. And if you want to do even more, head to patreon.com slash Radio. That is how you support the show. You can find us on WCRS LP FM in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, that's 92.7 or 98.3 here in Columbus, Ohio. Rip town. <laughs> uh, and um, we are on the internet tonight. No um, beeping, beeping fire alarm smoke alarm whatever you call them but uh i did will be changed by wednesday that's the goal that's the goal my name is brett payne my co-host is brian quinby we're the number one anarcho comedy radio show in the across the nation we're by radio um and i hope you're having a, a fantastic wednesday it's hump day folks and i have not humped yet and i can't wait to hump did also and it is hump day and uh, so and i didn't tell brian about this so i guess we'll just do some business on the air um but hito brett uh is gonna start with a live stream on our patreon uh on monday night the 14th of march um me and luisa diaz from the why you mad podcast uh and the one that makes you mad on twitter uh, are going to do Hito Brett. She's my co-host and um, people that uh, pay for the show and see what y'all want to hear from us. Uh, we'll have some ideas for guests and concepts and other things, but uh, you'll be able to jump in the chat uh, on Monday, March 14th at 8 p.m. Now, Brian, I know I was supposed to have something by the 11th next week, so either I can do an I'm sorry with you uh, or... Um, I could do something else next week. I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. We'll figure it out. I don't, I, uh, I could probably do another. I'm sorry. I have plenty of apologies out there. I know Kath Barbadoro is going to be on this week on I'm sorry. And, uh, we're going to maybe look at Ellen's apology. Mm, fun. I'm just going to have to say, I don't think Ellen should have had to apologize. So that's that's one i mean she was mean to her workers i know like we're a big pro worker show but uh if i knew that ellen was mean to her workers then i think the people that got the job knew that ellen was mean to her worker that's a good point i was um, told that by uh a a person in la same person told me a really sick dave mustaine story and a really sick man cow story that i've i've never told actually i'll tell you the man cow story uh, he entered a um, an improv class, and uh, every time it got to him, he just said a big black dildo. Like every oh, no. single fucking time the joke came around to man cow and he had to come up with something, he'd be like, oh, big black dildo. And everybody hated it because obviously <laughs> improv is not a thing where you write a script and you just keep doing the same thing. He's Michael Scott from The Office. 
Yes, yes, yes. So wow. uh, that well, I listened to the Leslie one. I don't know why I didn't listen to that one before. I got skipped in my list or something. But I listened to Leslie one. It was good. Um, I also have to say that I don't know. I I think I'm I am more pro sorry. I think I was a little bit more had more of a critique of it of like the meaning of it or anything like that. Like whether it actually does stuff or anything like that. But I, I feel like as like an official tradition of relenting, just kind of relenting and saying, all right, I did something wrong. And, you know, um, I got to live with that, you know, uh, and, I th- and I'm going to stop talking about it. I think when you say I'm sorry, it's like I'm going to stop like explaining to you why I did what I did, because I feel like until you say I'm sorry, you're like, yeah, but it was I, I was didn't eat that day, you know, yeah. or like you can keep doing it. But once you just break down and say like, you're just going to have to move forward with knowing that I'm that type of person. I'm, I'm sorry. That's what I feel like. And I'm sorry more is at this point. It's just like, uh, it's, it is kind of who I am. <laughs> like this, I just kind of feel like, or like, yeah. and I have to, and I have to live with that. And then like the, 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 the new school thing of like learn, grow, reflect from it, you know? Yeah. I, I think like, I would also say that like, <laughs> it sounds so mean or whatever, but <laughs> If you're rich and you fuck up, you just don't get to come back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and because I was also you shouldn't be. You shouldn't I agree. come back. <laughs> and, and I think for some of these people, like abuses of power, um, there is no sort of checks and balance. There is no was no checks and balances in our system until like social media and social media doesn't do shit. But um makes it does make some people accountable because before it was like, well, this person can sing really well, and it's like all right, but they're also a domestic abuser or they're like a crazy drug addict getting other people hooked on drugs, burning down shit, shooting guns at people. And it's like, right, but they make more money than anybody else, you know? <laughs> so we have to let them do that. And I feel like it's a way to say, no, you you failed. You failed the assignment. You were given power over people and you burned them with crack pipes and shit or, or like you shot a gun at their feet or you hit them with a baseball bat. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I think that like you can't, you couldn't handle it. You couldn't handle it. You thought women were an object, and a lot of them feel really fucked up after they they hung out with you. You know? Yeah, and I also, I think about a guy like, and we haven't covered him at all or anything, and probably won't because I don't know where I'm at with with covering this. But maybe I'll do that with Cass actually. But Louis C.K. is just a guy that like made so much fucking money, and it's just like, I mean. How bad is it really? That we have he to doesn't get to come back. <laughs> yeah, is it is it really on us to is he does he ever require is it required that he gets to to be famous forever now after yeah he fucking abused his power you know I like mean that I I also I think this is because of the type of person I am when it comes to that kind of uh, if I was rich if, if I'm a rich guy. And I get any kind of resistance from the world. I'm just giving up and being like, fine, I'll just be rich and like sit on an yeah. island. I've I'm said done. that if I was born like a rich kid, like a trust fund kid, I don't think I'd be doing this. I don't think I would have ever had a job. You know what I mean? And yeah, yes, Louis CK a- did come back, but I'm saying he shouldn't have been allowed to come back. And right. also he shouldn't have cared. If he could come back. Yeah. Because I could just sit. I would go, I would just, I, I'm telling you, dude, if I was a rich kid, I, 
like I, th- I hear about all these rich kids where they're like, I just want to make my own way in the world. And I'm like, why? Why would you want to do that? Like making your way in the world fucking sucks, man. Like the whole yeah, thing sucks. And Louis CK is such a fucking coward uh, because he didn't even say sorry. He just like let people, you know, he's like all sheepishly with his hands in his pockets where, you know, people come up to him at the merch booth and are like, hey, I know you had a rough time, man, but I'm glad to have you back. You know, it's really funny to hear how much you hate your fucking kid. You know, like whatever it is, uh, yeah, or how yeah. Chinese people make subway subs or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God, you know, I don't know how many people that listen to Street Fight listen to the POD cast. I, I assume a very small percentage, but uh, just covered uh, Faith No More uh, last night. It was okay, the last thing I did before I went to bed, and uh, the interviews I had to read with Mike Patton. Oh no! Yeah, that's tough. You could say but a lot back then. 1992. You're reading Ooh, yeah. an interview from 1992. Things were not sweet back then, kids. With a guy that was trying to be provocative, it was just. I mean, it wasn't hard for me to read. Obviously, I, I, I like live off of uh, controversial and and like stuff like that. I don't. I, it doesn't bother me. But like, that's the first band interview that me and john have had to uh issue a trigger warning for oh really he was just so i don't know i i just i couldn't i i can't believe what people were saying in 1992 <laughs> and i was around uh-huh. <laughs> but like let's just say and and this this is a spoiler for the pod cast you to jump ahead like a minute or two but like Let's just say he he has like a story about being gifted child pornography, and it was Whoa. fucking crazy that oh he my would god say that to Rolling Stone magazine. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was incredibly shocking. Yeah, that, I mean, that brings out the conservative mom and me for sure. Yeah, did you hear that about Cain Velasquez, the the uh, fighter slash? pro wrestler that like uh some dude um what am i trying to say that came velasquez some guy had been busted for killing or for molesting a kid or something like that i can't figure out what it is but came velasquez went and just shot him he didn't kill him you know he just shot at him and uh-huh. he shot, I think he shot at him at a school too. So it's like, come on, dude. Oh, come mean, on. You're yeah, do that, be do it smart, else, bro. bro. Yeah, come on. Let's <laughs> He's an not MMA do this at church. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, perfect speller in the chat said, wasn't Mike Patton always considered an asshole though? Like, I'm going to tell you that like, there is a little piece of me that kind of likes him a lot more in that like, he really hated that thrash metal heavy metal guns and roses hair metal he hated that shit really yes and he, he makes with guns music. and roses and metallica but the other side of that he hated alternative music too so he hated fucking nirvana and pearl he hated all that stuff too in 92 so yeah, that's in, a major asshole he only likes what he does there's yes, nothing left that's what i like about him and he like also angel dust is a very good album so that's all. I, I I won't give my whole review, but Angel Dust is so good. 
as an it's like a really incredible when you listen to this album that was made in 1992 you're like wow okay <laughs> i don't know what is does he do the hippity hop shit no up uh, okay I, there's like a few songs where he kind of does it but he does such wild stuff that like it was pretty it was pretty fucking mind-blowing that like you can definitely hear how he how they influence new metal and that that was you know the lens we're looking at it through so yeah angel dust was really fucking good so yeah and mike Patton pisses and shits all over stuff so and drinks his own piss so like I, right. there's stuff i don't that like cool. about him he's too much you know but yeah i'm something tense and i want to clarify too the interview i was reading with him was in 1992 and i think he was a teenager he might have been like 19 20 or 22 or something so he was just being a guy i just i found it like super interesting that he sort of hated all of the popular music and sold an album I mean, sold 1.5 million al copies of an album, too. So, like, he was able to, like, kind of have a big mainstream hit and also be a guy that hates everything. Because I always hated him because he hated new metal. He was always sort of dismissive of new metal because they would say, you know, he inspired us. And then he would say, that's not my fault. Don't blame me for that stuff. But then when I heard that he hated everything, I was like, okay, I kind of like this guy. <laughs> Yeah, I heard that. I've been listening to the Hard Rock Station because my Bluetooth is weird right now. And I heard that Red Hot Chili Peppers ass bullshit coming out. And I, I had to change the station. That one Dude. song is really hard to get over for me. Yeah. Well, that's what that shit. You hear Angel <laughs> Dust then. You got to listen to Angel Dust because it is not like that. And that album was actually not sort of the music wasn't he wasn't part of writing the music for that album or anything he kind of got hired that's the other cool thing about faith no more I'm, I'm like giving a, i'm giving away so much but the cool thing about them is they were a band they couldn't find a lead singer so they would just go to clubs and play and let somebody from the uh, uh audience come up and sing whatever they wanted to sing <laughs> winning <laughs> me over yeah until they found you know mike Patton, and then they they made him kind of the lead singer so i think that's also like a really cool fucking concept for a band and and so the album was already written and he had to write music for the album. And, you know, in 1992, lyrics, lyrics yes. And in 1992, white guy rapping was like actually that's true. A novel a funky thing fresh. To do. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird to have a white guy. Uh, it's weird to have a white guy rapping. I guess is what I was yeah. saying. It's not worth, yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's too, it's not, it's novel things aren't classics to me. I'm just not a new metal. I'm not a new metal. I'm too Not enough. Metal. Yeah. I also heard a really bad song by a band called Apex Theory. Yes. Well, I mean, well, good song, a great bad name. song, you know. Uh, no, it's not. That's the thing I was complaining about most. I was like, why are there so many bands with like the word Apex in their name? Or like, fear? Why, well, like, why is that like such a thing with, with bands but it's because well, that's hybrid theory smart. from what's it called yeah it's they're, they're just yeah that's what i mean is it sounds like the next evolution of um like nerd rock nerd hard rock Fuck like some lincoln park shit or something um i actually listen i also heard this song called zombified by this band falling in reverse and it's about canceling it's brand new it's 2022 and um he's screaming about people canceling him 
And I looked it up. The lead singer is Ronnie Radke, this guy that did domestic violence. <laughs> oh, he, he's oh. complained. Now he now he has a song on the hard rock radio station. And he, he's oh. complaining that people are talking shit about him uh for being a wife beater. And uh yeah, and he and he's somehow canceled, but I, I bet doing pretty fine, doing just are, fine. Are they playing him on like the rock station? Yeah, the Blitz. It's a weird song. It's like I I would list been listening to the Blitz all week, and I'm just it's so crazy to me how it's just stuck in time, and it's like they don't update the songs, and it's just bizarre. Um, I guess it's just like every it's just like for it's for eight year olds or ten year olds, like people that haven't heard everything Zen by Bush before, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, I was kind of kicking ass to it, but. I was waiting. There's no new, there's like one new song, one song every hour. Yeah. And uh, this was the one uh, was this song. And that was a, by a domestic abuser screaming about cancellation. And I'm like, all right. So, you know, hard rock, the blitz has reached its pinnacle at this point. I have the lyrics for this song up. Oh, they'll never let go of something you said 10 years ago. They're canceling you, canceling you. And they won't stop till everybody's zombified. They're pumping us with lies like it's formaldehyde. We're dead inside. It goes on and on. Let this go. When it stops, we'll never know. We're hypnotized and they won't stop till you're zombified. Here, here's a good, here's a good, we live in a society verse here. You better shut your mouth and bite your tongue because you don't want to piss off anyone. We're traumatized by the damage done. Welcome to America because everybody's talking, bitch. So, <laughs> yeah, this is a song about like- being canceled. It's like metalcore and Skrillex and like um, it's just really, really surprising to hear that. And then um, to have like man. Yeah. Cumbersome man in the box. Like the, the, the faith no more song came on. I, I just knew it was, I literally knew it was coming up next. Fucking enter Sandman starts and I'm like, I, I'm right there. Yep. It's time. Must be one o'clock. Gotta say, I just want to sue them so they can't play that song I know. anymore. They played that Some, song so goddamn much, dude. Yeah, my authoritarian communism would be mostly just like punishing people for stifling arts for playing the same song. Yeah, every every like because yep. like if it, I, I can't look at like the playlist for ninety nine seven the Blitz, but I can tell you what the last few songs yep. are. Uh, Possum Kingdom. Yep. Uh, Epiphany by Mammoth WVH. Uh, uh, so that is a song. Best of You by Foo Fighters. Um, Around the World by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Higher Ground by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Then our buddy uh, Trivium, Until the World Goes Cold. And then Collective Soul Shine. So they are still playing mostly songs from the late 90s, early 2000s. And it's songs that like, you never need to hear again. And you're like, nobody ever needs to hear shine by collective soul. That that song is like fucking playing in my head all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing the yeah voice in your head. I agree. It's a shame. And uh, it is cool that like they inject trivium in there because that album is like a fucking monster album for them. Uh, And it's really great. And that's what I wanted to hear was like, what is the new with stuff right now? And then that I heard, but I heard this bullshit before I heard Trivium. Well, at least Greta Van Fleet is, is uh, coming to town soon. I I like Led Zeppelin. So yeah, I'm looking at their website. It's so funny. Like they have the Pepsi blue collar holler, 
where in the morning you send pictures of you at work to the radio station. Okay. And then they post them on the website and then maybe give you a Pepsi prize pack, which prize packs from the radio station are shit. <sighs> yeah, they go for quantity, not quality. And they're so chintzy. Yeah, yeah. We should get some fucking audio from Loper and Randy or something. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll see if I can figure out how to listen because I don't know how to listen to their show without the music, which because I don't need to sit and listen to. Oh, they got a top requests link here. Oh, well, you'll be excited to know, listeners, that Falling in Reverse by Zombified is the top request on. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so no. Listeners love it. Why did I check the radio at this time? It's such a bad for <laughs> me in such a bad mood now. <laughs> that is so fucking funny that like you look at the most requested and that's the goddamn song that's number one like guys that work like real fucking jobs that are like climbing poles and and like running electricity and stuff like that these motherfuckers are are wanting to hear about how they could possibly get canceled they're canceling canceling you they do like a they do like one of those like breakdowns that has like uh scratching records and shit in it yeah yeah it's like again it's like my trainer right is like he thinks that if he started a podcast right now he'd be canceled immediately like that after the first episode that's what he says to me okay and uh i Regular people worry way more about getting canceled than guys like me. <laughs> I, oh my! I was just oh my god. There's two people. There's a. There's two. There's two close ones, but a few, and I've I've dealt with people that like want to do TikToks and stuff online, and they will only like share it to their friends, or like they won't allow you to like interact with the video or download it, or like they put the most restrictions on it. And it's like how the fuck are people supposed to share this or see <laughs> this if you've done everything you can? And uh, yeah, I, I, people have this outsized idea that like you could go, you could become uh, viral on the internet and all of your friends would find out. They would never fucking know. They would no, never, you get care. a million views on TikTok. They have no idea. I mean, people who perform for a living will tell you that, you know, even the people they live with don't listen to their stuff. You know, it's like your audience is made up of people that don't know you otherwise. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's just the people that know you get enough of you. I think. Yeah. The stuff that you're doing they're Yeah. That you're, I mean, your closest family and friends and stuff, coworkers, um, they're not interested. Your coworkers are about as interested in your creative project as you are in theirs. Yes. You know, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I always tell people, man, HR is not going to hear your podcast. When people worry about like somebody in HR yeah. hearing you say something that well, could get you fired from work and it's like they will never hear it they unless i don't know I mean, man you, if they hear me say butt sex and they clip that and they play it in a meeting in front of everybody you know you got to work for like the cia for that to happen like the cia might catch you doing something like that or the fbi but like the fucking insurance company is never gonna do that they don't care they got a million employees they just right. they, they're just trying to get through the day really <laughs> the hr department yeah. All right. Well, uh, I promised it. We got it. I have all of Joe Blystone's uh, candidate for Ohio governor. Uh, his uh -huh. videos, his ads. He's running against Mike DeWine, a guy that nobody feels passionate about at all. Yeah. 
Uh, Mike DeWine doesn't win either way he goes. Um, he tries to, he tries to pretend like he cares about Democrats and then like the Republicans hate his fucking guts for that, you know? Yeah. The Democrats they turned also on him hate pretty quick. Too. He listened to science, but not enough, you know, like he listened to science for the pandemic. He like started off like everybody's like, wow, this is impressive. This Republican is taking this seriously. And then he lost all of it. Immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they all got so mad at him. So yeah, now. Yeah. So now they fucking went and threatened Amy Acton. The uh, Yeah. So now there. the most psycho conservatives like in every state, this is a very every state sort of situation, right? It's like the most psycho conservatives in the world are now mainstream enough to run for actual real offices and um our big guy here now is joe blystone who is running second place to mike dewine like there is like there's i think there's only the two of them uh but you know it's blystone versus dewine <laughs> i think oh, so. really yeah yeah i mean My he would He'd probably have to do a lot, but I said this on, I said this on the Colin show this week. He is uh, trying to get a million dollars, and his his way of getting a million dollars is for ten thousand patriots to send him one hundred dollars. He, he writes it like this: I'll change it. each twenty days. One hundred dollars every twenty days would be the way to say it, but he said one hundred dollars each twenty days. So. 10,000 Patriots, $100 each. Smart. Every $100 every 20 days. And he will have a million dollars somehow. I don't know how that works. Wait, 10,000 people donating $100 every 20 days? I think it is. Or is it 10,000 This is behind the scenes. (laughs) Or is this, wait a minute, because it could be. I'm reading it in order. I'm reading line by line. I will pause for each line break. Okay. Okay. This will help us. 10,000 Patriots, $100 each, 20 days. So I don't, I don't really know if it's, are you supposed to give him $100 every 20 days or are 10,000 Patriots supposed to give him $100? That's the million. He said, I guess he said he has 20 days for 10,000 Patriots to give $100. Okay, and then he can't have 20 days, right? Because, like, it said the same thing on Sunday. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you get a Black Friday sale in January. Yeah. I, have a, I have a power cable company that's like, we've still got them, or we've got a hot Black Friday deal 60% off. And it's like, <laughs> nobody changed the fucking ad. Nobody is, at your company is getting paid to change the fucking ad. Yeah, yeah. So Joe Blystone is a true Ohio native, which is like whatever. He doesn't look like one. He wears a cowboy hat and he looks like a cowboy. He really, if he was running in Texas, there is a part of me that would be like, oh, okay. But I'm going to play his first ad here. I'm going to play you an ad with him talking. I think his voice is genuinely going to shock everybody. I really do. (laughs) Go ahead. He, he really looks like a, he he looks like a tough cowboy is is what i'm trying to say here um i'm gonna play his first uh ad from 11 months ago it is titled joe blystone 
constitutional conservative. Uh, don't. I'm a farmer and a family man. <laughs> oh, no. He doesn't oh, no. sound He's Dennis Kucinich. I'm a farmer and a family man. When I heard okay. his voice, I was like, that's not even what he looks like. So now I'm having a real fucking Joe Blystone is a Duck Dynasty situation. Where, like, if we were able to find pictures of Joe Blystone in, like, 15 years ago, that he probably looks like just a regular-ass guy. You know yeah, what I mean? He's, he's like, he was Duck, he's like, he did the Duck Dynasty transformation, probably. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, um, Smooth W. Wait, this, wants- that's, this is how Joe Blystone talks? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they said, do they care if someone is a farmer in Ohio? Yeah. I mean, yes. There is a real um, thing where like conservatives, they love yes. farmers. And I love farmers too. I, I, listen, I'm such a good person. I love Joe Blystone because he's a farmer. He, he brings us food, you know? <laughs> yeah, there is a weird fascination with even city people where they're like, you know, the, the people out in uh, Muskingum County, they don't eat the organic, you know, they said they won't touch it. It's like, yeah. Okay. What does that mean? Why do they have some, some, they don't have any sort of magical connection to the land. People believe that farmers <laughs> have some sort of like ancient sense or something. They read the farmer's almanac to get all their information. It's like, well, that's all stupid shit. That's all like not connected. That's astrology. Yeah. So here's, here's more of Joe. Sorry, I, I like astrology. A proud Ohioan and a God-fearing patriot. Okay. I run my own business and I'm not afraid of hard work. Okay. The one thing I'm not is a politician. As a conservative governor- This is governor too coffee. A- you sound like you, no, you switched. He was a goddamn, dem- he sounds like a goddamn <laughs> Democrat. Thank you. He sounds like a coffee sipping Mocha chocolate drinking goddamn lily livered Democrat, if you ask me. What is this? What is this light picking is going on? What is this folk <laughs> guitar? What this, is- sounds, this sounds like the guy that like lives down the street from me that like dresses like an old timey cowboy and like he plays the fucking washboard in a bluegrass band at the at the bar and on high street and like, it's just like he's a country guy but he listens to npr and he lives in in the city that's what he sounds like to me sounds like a city slicker yeah I, it this the i don't i i guess it's the, i guess that we shouldn't you know judge a book by its cover but um this is so much mixed messaging going on right here his cover looks like a cowboy like a tough man cowboy so I, I mean, Republicans would respect. Yeah, he's a duck dynasty. Republicans would respect you more though if you went out talking like Yosemite Sam. I know. Like, I thought like he was they, gonna. I thought he was gonna be like, well, I sell, well, I do declare these Democrats are yeah. disgusting. They're they're aborting and shit like that. You know, like f- just freaking out. But Don Toot, we getting down to family values again. We do family values. Yeah. Then all of a sudden he comes on. He's like, well, hello. I'm a, I'm a constitutional conservative. And my, my, my opinion on farming is work smarter, not harder, you know, and <laughs> lift with your legs properly for safety. It's like, boo. JC the, John Wayne. JC in the chat says, you know who wouldn't run for office? A cowboy. <laughs> that's so true. Oh, that's, you're right. 
<laughs> yeah, never in my life would I expect them to get out of that prairie and go run for fucking office. I hate how measured he is too, because he'll like he pauses in between each thing. Yeah, so, he's educated. He sounds educated. He sounds educated. Yeah, yeah. The great state of Ohio. I promise to never make a career in government. Um, okay. I want to bring my love of freedom to the office of the governor. We are doing this together to restore freedoms for every Ohio. This guy's I'm Joe Blystone. This sounds like a, a wedding announcement for a Renaissance fair wedding. You know, <laughs> yeah. like this sounds like his wife is going to come in and start saying, Oh, I do declare on this day we shall be married in matrimony. Well, I do have to say that, like, the person making the ad probably doesn't know anything about being a cowboy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He probably was like looking for music and he's like, this, this sounds pretty fucking like farmer shit, but it, it, it just like ends the... up sounding like, like somebody's like sting playing the lute or whatever. <laughs> it sounds like a Celtic guitar CD from a new age store, like from a crystal <laughs> shop. Yeah. So that's the first ad. And that's right too. It sounds like a small town tourism ad. It doesn't sound like a guy First of all, somebody needed to help him with this copy. And this is edited, obviously. But you don't, I mean, I guess if you're running as a Republican, you have to say freedom four times in like one second. So, Psyche Gasoline is right, though, is that he should have had his hand up a cow's ass. Yeah. Well, he's riding, I'll tell you what he's doing in the video. He's riding on a tractor. Okay. Is, is what's going on. A so, combine or a tractor? uh no not a combine i don't think he knows it's a tractor he's just riding around on a tractor he's walking through dirt there's a lot of dirt in the ass and then he's sort of wearing like a suit kind of not like oh no not, not like, like a, a biz cat a, a business like almost tweed um jacket with like a flannel shirt under it is what he's wearing and then he's wearing a straw cowboy hat and that's in his first dad so here's number two, Fireside at the Farm. Howdy, folks. My name is Joe Blystone. I'm an Ohio cattleman. I am not a politician. And Why does he keep saying, I love when guys say, I am not a politician. And it's like, but you're, I mean. You, you aspire to be one. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, you're kind of running to be a politician in a while. Like. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder. And then they also, they always present that thing of like, I'm not afraid of hard work as if somebody could just make an ad. It's like, if me and you did an ad, it's like, hey, we're street fight. We're running for governor. We're afraid of hard work. We're going to, it's going to take two of us to do the position. Like everybody would vote for us or something. Like everybody's afraid of hard work, but not me. I'm the only person that's willing to say, I'm not afraid of hard work to get a job. It's like, come on, Joe. We, we've all say that. We all say that in a job interview. Everybody, what, I don't mind getting my hands dirty. Everybody's afraid of hard work, though. Deep down, oh, nobody wants in it. their heart. I hate it's it. lazy. For I mean, we're mammals are lazy. We should be yeah. lazier. I was like halfway through lifting weights today, and I was like, uh, maybe I'll just quit this. You know what just I mean? It'll away. save me a little bit of money. Uh, it makes me sore. My fucking crotch has been sore for two days now from this squeezy thing that they do where you're squeezing That's... the old legs together it's wait you're squeezing your balls or something not your balls you put your you put these two padded things between your legs oh 
like a thigh master. You're doing the thigh master, the Suzanne Summers thing. Yeah, but the big one, and it was like I think forty pounds I was doing, so I was closing it, and now like. Yeah, just like Suzanne Summers works out. Yeah, it also hurts. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm trying to get a fucking strong, whatever that area of my body. Glutes. Is. Glutes. No. Yes. Glutes is one of the things I want. Here's more Joe. And I'm running for the Ohio governor's seat in 22. Ladies and gents, we need a leader here in Ohio that cares for the working common folk. I don't want to be called common I mean, folk. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to say also, he is sitting in a pretty sort of nice looking place with a uh, fireplace in a leather chair. Uh, it, I think it's his house. But like, I don't know. He, he looks rich. Like in this fucking video I'm watching, he actually looks rich. And I don't know, like he keeps saying, I'm not a politician, this and that. It's like, and he owns an agriculture business. So here's more. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's de definitely politicians. Uh, yeah. And they have more money to run. Um and, and the, the way that it works also with a lot of stuff is that like uh, it doesn't you don't get paid to be a politician like some of these like places like New Mexico. It's like you get zero. You don't get a salary at all. So the only people that can run for office and actually do it are ones that do have businesses or have like in, are independently wealthy. Like it's it's made so that only rich guys can do it. And somebody that says common folk is a straight up eats human babies like that's somebody that does like definitely is definitely into kid eating because that you would never hello working common folk oh look at your dusty hands and your little smudges on your faces i bet you've only had mountain dew to drink all day i mean it also insinuates that you are not common folk like you're above people you know what i mean like you're oh, oh i'm a level up i care about the people a level down though so the common folk I care about, I'm an extraordinary guy. I'm running for office as yeah, a non-politician. I'm yeah. one of the extraordinaries. A few concerns I have is oh. our constitutional rights being stolen away from us by this administration. How about we work together to secure the future of our youngsters and bring back honesty and integrity to our political system? Okay. Please follow us for more information. Blystoneforgovernor.com. Thank you so much for your support. God bless. He also, he tags everything with hire a farmer. So now he's doing that thing where he acts like, you know, I, please, I'm trying to hire you. So here's. Yeah, here's it's like. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, I couldn't get this refrigerator out of my house. And it's like hire a farmer. He one time got a 500-pound baby calf out the back of a, a heifer's ass, you know? Like, this, yeah. it's just such rural. I, it's so annoying. Jeez. Here's a, here is Joe Blystone. I love the title of this one. Second Amendment Sanctuary State. Okay. We need that. <laughs> Our God-given inalienable rights to defend ourselves are being attacked in Washington. Under the well, what are you gonna fucking do yeah. about it, dude? You're running for governor. 
When God created this great earth, he put iron and lead and gunpowder so that we would be able to decide who survives on this earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Under DeWine, Ohio continues to weaken the ability for law-abiding citizens to keep and bear arms. That's not even true at all. Like, there's, that's, haven't all we heard is more deregulation of guns under Mike DeWine? I haven't heard anything where they're like, I, I mean, didn't we just make it legal to have guns in schools? Like, I thought. Like, we, we, we have pretty liberal gun laws here. I would say not liberal, liberal, but liberal, you know, like the word. I, I think they're going for full on like cowboy. You can carry a gun and not tell anybody in Ohio. Yeah. Like, I think they're, so they're going for, you don't have to have a, like no permit to carry. I believe. I love that in this commercial, he's pulling up in a big expensive truck and uh, that music that that's like politics, like hard rock. Like I'm going to say something important music. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> About to yeah, bust some rocks. Psychic Gasoline said this is the music of a chainsaw commercial. <laughs> yeah. Watch me try, watch my drive, drive my truck over that mountain. <laughs> <laughs> The Second Amendment is vital, and it's absolute. Ohio needs to be a sanctuary state for the Second Amendment, holding sacred the rights that it protects. He is walking towards the camera in slow motion with a rifle in his hand. <laughs> While that music plays, and this is a political ad. Like he's, it's, It looks like he's, he's like walking away from the explosion in like an action movie. Fully fitted in Johnston and Murphy clothing. True. All right. He looks so, so stuffy and rich guy. He does. He yeah, does. And like his farming is like, yeah, I, uh, I, I bought a, an agribusiness, you know, or like I, I started picking lettuce and then found a way to explore more people. Yeah. And he also, uh, Joe Blystone, it's very funny when you go to his website and I, I'm not trying to be like, an idiot or anything like that. Although I am kind of an idiot, but like he doesn't have a, oh, he does have, I was gonna say, he doesn't have a policy section on his site, but he does and it's hidden way at the top and the link doesn't click. It's like that. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> All right, Joe Blystone, freedom's cry here. This is six months ago. Are you, are you? Going to agree. Our freedoms are waning and we'll lose our liberty. <laughs> to what? <laughs> He's getting his tractor out for this one. Slow motionly getting his tractor out in the morning. It's got an American flag on it, though, too. Uh, Slipping one by one until there's nothing left to see. Are you? Are you? <sighs> Willing to stand with me? Nope. Are you? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Whenever people talk about protecting a future for our kids, that means white children, and that's usually at like the expense of everybody else in the world. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's the 14 word. Somebody in the chat said that it's the it's the uh, he's just going with a, a 14 word. So that was uh, Blystone yeah. Freedom's Cry. We got we got two more here. Here here it comes. What what does that mean? I don't. But to the what were you gonna say? What is playing? This is a this is a different one. Here we go. 
Oh, something is playing on to my the ones side. Who make a career Hold on, there's two things playing. There's two things playing? There's something playing on your computer then, dude. No, I got it all shut down. Okay. What is it? What do you hear? Well, we're trying to oh, God, it's doing. horrible. It is my computer. It was Spotify in the background. Jesus. Spotify. All right. Spotidobiopolish, whatever. Here is... Uh... To the ones who make a career of putting their lives on the line. To the men and women who go any length to protect and serve. To the ones who honor safety and freedom. That part had doctors on it. So that he put doctors, like surgeons, in his they, ad. They hate half yeah. of doctors. They hate most doctors. Yeah, I, I would say conservatives hate almost all of the doctors. I, there's there's like, not many good doctors to them. You're right. Yes. They like the one out of five doctors that was like, I don't know, Sensodyne isn't that good of a toothpaste. Yeah, they, they like doctors who are like, if you have coronavirus, they're like, I think you should eat the whole tomato. Yeah. And uh, the lycopene will do the trick for you. Those are the only doctors they like. They only had like doctors with secret answers. They only like <laughs> doctors. They're like, we don't do that normal doctor stuff. You know, that's fake, right? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's all programming from corporations and the liberal media. We cure things by just taking a little bit of rose water, putting it right behind your ear. Yeah, they, they truly, truly. I have, I've been listening to them complain about doctors now for two years. Yeah, they're done yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, Even in the face of hatred. That was the cops. They had <laughs> when they said they, they'll protect you even in the face of hatred. They have a cop on there, which is like the president last night said, we don't need to defund the police. We need to fund them more. So, I mean, I guess like if you're a cop, you got to prepare for some amount of hatred. But I mean, nothing bad's happening to you. I um, I uh, had my kid's birthday party over the weekend and I heard two grandmas talking in hushed tones in the corner. I wanted to hear it so bad. They were just like, they have like their own secret connection. They have their own like secret world of information where everybody's mad at the police, but the president is on, like all the Democrats do all of the pro-police shit. They love going to war. I, I don't know why they disagree. Yeah, I really don't. If they, if they could just come together and, and kill the rest of us, they would live in perfect harmony. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the thing, too, is like I'm watching people get so excited about a war. I, you know, I, I, I feel so strange about, and I've been posting about this, so don't get mad at me if you've been reading my post, but people talking about that, the, the President Zelensky right. from Ukraine, they're talking about this guy's balls like all the time. Yeah. And it's so weird because like it's 2022. I don't feel like I hear people talking about people's balls anywhere except for pro wrestling. Now, all of a sudden, all I'm hearing about is this guy's fucking balls, man. I got the set on this guy. Oh, God, dude. Just meme after meme after meme of, like, you can see Zelensky's balls from space. If you search his name on Twitter, you will see several people talking about his balls at any given time of day. And I'm talking about journalists. 
I'm talking about like every kind of person is talking about a guy's balls and, and like, It just uh, that talk of whatever, but I haven't heard somebody say balls, like talk about a guy's balls like that in so fucking long. This guy's like, even with the liberals won, the Democrats won. Yeah. Even with Trump, it was never Trump has balls. It was stop the bullshit. That was their big, like dirty word thing that they would do. It would always be like no more bullshit or whatever. But like, it was never Trump has enormous balls. I'm sure there were people that said that, but like this president guy, and he makes me uncomfortable. That Ukrainian stuff makes me super uncomfortable. I've been getting yelled at because I was just saying, I, all I said, because I don't know shit about Ukraine or Russia or anything. I don't know fucking anything. I've lived in Ohio my whole life, 15 minutes from where I grew up, and I hang out with mostly people I grew up with. I'm a very sheltered person. <laughs> And like, I just said that like, it seems like a bad idea to arm people that Russia is invading because the last time we did that, it was a bad outcome to that, you know, 9-11 happened. That was like a bad outcome to all of that stuff happening. And now I'm getting yelled at by people like, this is different. It's like, yeah, I, okay. No, like, I America shouldn't different. be involved. Yeah. We'll stop. America doesn't help. America doesn't help. America is not in the business of helping any situation. No. Nope. So yeah, I, 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 nobody on the left should be advocating for America to do a goddamn thing. We can't help. We don't help. We can't. We don't know. We how. don't. We don't have the ability to do it. And like, we don't even have the desire to fucking do it. We just like people get so excited about a, a war because it's like a. You get a fucking neat little TV show for a couple of days. You know what it's I disgusting. mean? Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it's disgusting. And, and and it's weird with this one. It's interesting how far or how much the digital era has changed things because like there's just false pictures getting thrown around and crazy stories. And none of that you can't believe any of this. There, no. I mean, it's it's hard to trust anything that you hear or believe for a lot of this. When it comes to like, you know, these stories, these amazing, these like heroic stories you know, about it's, it was all fabricated. And then yeah. there's pictures, there's pictures that are used from other places in time that are becoming viral and stuff. Like look at this mo mother stand up to Russia and it's like a picture from fucking 1996 or some shit. Yeah. And those freaks that are like taking the final fight in Avengers Endgame and fucking like Oh God. Zelensky's head yeah. and, and Putin's head and Putin is Thanos and stuff. It's like, yeah, I, I think in America, like when it comes to war, and, and I'm sure this has been said by a lot smarter people than me, but I just think it's a TV show. And it, 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 I think Americans are super excited and nostalgic for like liking each other in a, in a weird way. Like we've had this like, you know, five to seven years of like absolutely hating each other. And I think everybody kind of agrees that the way to get us all to like each other again is to go to war with Russia is, is what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because the last time it happened, it did make a lot it, like it was an insanely popular thing in the United States, not around the world, but
but in the United States, it was like a really popular war. They people were just like amped to be doing it. Which one? Afghanistan. Not Iraq, sure. but Afghanistan. I remember I was moving my mom in somewhere for Afghanistan and and people were cheering. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, I was probably cheering. Cause I as I've said, I, I depersonalize the the people that get killed as like just it's like everybody there that gets killed is getting killed for a a a valiant reason. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're doing the right thing. We're and you know, I don't know how you could sit and watch like the past since 2001 and just be like, yeah, let's get involved in another situation here. Like that'll be great. I mean, really watch since the 60s. And and like we just every single time and this time it's just I find it this time is like it's real bad, man, because it is like they're treating them like the Avengers and they're, it, it really is a TV show to a lot of people. And like I also so we record this show at 6.15 to 6.30 so that I can watch AEW Dynamite live because I want to watch a show that's going on live with other people watching a show that's going on live. And then I can, you know, post and they can post and we can all talk about it. I think that there are a lot of people who see this war as that, you know? Oh, we're all watching the same thing. It's like a big prestige TV show or action movie. Yeah. Yeah. So far it's been pretty bad. It's been Um, weird, man. Especially with the, like, these are white people, you know, Ukrainians are white people. This is crazy. You can't just like bomb white people's cities. You know, this is not fair. This is uncalled for. Exactly. Um, exactly. I listened, I listened to a. I listened to a, the Antifada today. They had Alex Gendler on, who is from Ukraine, uh, and has a lot of really good insight. And I, I would say that was um, the best I've heard so far, um, without having to read anything. Uh, yeah. I know there's anarchy. There are anarchists on the ground in Ukraine too that you can listen to and talk to as well, or you can re, uh, read and uh, interact with. But the new Antifonda episode is really fucking good, and they do a really thorough job of like running the gamut of all different strains of theory. Like I'm not even into like I don't even care what a tanky or an ML is or any of that shit. Uh, but they really go. They're very thorough about talking about everybody's opinion about this and you know the the downfalls. It's it's good. It's fucking really hard because like, I don't know enough. And, and again, like if you comment on it, you're then expected to know a bunch of stuff about it. Unlike like there were other times where that like, wasn't sure. Like, in, like if you're for the war, you can talk. A, do you know what I mean? Like if you're yes. for the war, you're allowed to bring it up yes. no matter yeah. how much, you know, if you're against it, you're it's like, how do we do this know. thing? Yeah. yeah. It's like, how do we do this thing? And if you're against it, then it's like, how do we, we have to convince you that we have to do this. Um, I mean, it, like I said, I've been through so many wars in my life and through American lenses and there's, they've never found a reason not to do one. They've never said, you know what, this is kind of getting out of hand. And like, we don't want to commit, uh, bombs and and tanks and we don't want people to lose lives over this dumb shit they've never once backed it up or like reversed exactly exactly i mean and yeah they, they're already killing people yeah people have already died from this they've already sent a bunch of stinger missiles to them and again like i i know that 
I don't know, man. I don't think Russia are good guys either. You know, I don't I don't think Vladimir Putin is like a good man. that's just doing what he he has to do. I'm just saying that, like, when we invaded Iraq. Like. I don't know who was funding whoever was against it, but whoever was, you know, fighting with with our people, the insurgents and stuff like that. But like, I don't think Russia was. I think Russia might have been even on our side or something like that. And it just, it always just feels like a new bad guy. It feels like Breaking Bad, six seasons of Breaking Bad, every season there was a new bad guy. <laughs> it feels like every 10, 10 years, there's a new big bad guy that we have to deal with. I don't know. I disagree. I think Putin is kingpin. I think Putin is like the biggest asshole besides the American president. Like, who's the bigger asshole on the world stage besides, the, besides Vladimir Putin? I can't think of anybody. And I, I do think he's a piece of shit. I just don't know. I, don't, I, I also, you know, we can't stop him from doing whatever he's doing. Uh, we, here's a little secret that none of our listeners like would ever say we've never won a war we haven't won a war since yeah <laughs> we're not good at that yeah it would it's like me going up and pushing some guy <laughs> that i know can beat my ass and just say do you want to fight do you want to fight because we ain't going to war we can't win we never win but yeah americans oh psychic gasoline is right too war is a dog whistle that Americans hear as I'm no pussy. Because that's the other thing you keep hearing is like they woke the sleeping giant, you know, they poked the bear and now they're getting what they deserve. And it's like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think anything bad's gonna happen to anybody in power ever. It's only gonna be people that are regular ass people getting killed and blown up in their homes. Like that's all yeah. it's ever gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. The only people that are gonna suffer from this are working people. Yep. Uh, on every side in, in both militaries and the victims of all of this is never going to be a well-heeled blue blood of, from any fucking state around. I mean, it's the same with every fucking country you go to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. A one C one, a one B said there's no humanitarian war. And that's how I feel too. I just, I just don't know. I can't think of a time America did something good. And you, you just have to look at like, how they handled coronavirus on us or like how the protests in 2020, the George Floyd stuff happened. It's like they, there, there is no capability to do something good for people at all. And then like, also I've seen a lot of politicians saying like, this is the kind of struggle that's going to define Ukrainians of this generation forever. And it's like, I mean, but most what people about, don't want to be defined. Yeah, that, not that way. No, I don't want to be defined like that. Overwhelming peace and prosperity. That would be a great way to define myself. Yeah, I don't want to be handed the challenge of like, do I throw a bomb at the tanks going down my fucking street <laughs> or not? I've said that before, man. I don't want to go through the shit. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to define myself by how much fucking damage I can take. I didn't. I didn't think it was fucking fun to get beat up and maced and pepper sprayed and fucking flashbanged by the police. I, di I didn't think that was fun. I would have no. rather not had to do that. <laughs> you yeah, know? we went there hoping for some a different situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you go, you know what's going to happen. We, we go and we know exactly that they're going to do it. And it's not to say like, 
but I also, I never kind of bought into that. Like, I'm going to go get arrested on purpose to, to make a point. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to do that, man. Like, Stank did that that one time, right? Like, there was some protest he was a part of, and he was like, uh, he got arrested. And he's like grandstanding with his things on, and he's like, you know, getting ready to bail himself. When he came out of the courthouse, he's like, yeah, you know, I did the right thing. And it's like, fuck it. I would, I, I mean, sure, I guess. I mean, you just handed the police, like you paid the fine and yeah, <laughs> there's nothing there. I hate that stuff. I, I totally fucking hate like the idea of having, like, it just sucks that like everything is defined by like, how much struggle you go through in a world where we could really minimize the amount of struggle that people have to go through. You know, it wouldn't be yeah. that hard. We have technology, we have everything that it could ever take to make every person comfortable, but we're supposed to be defined by, you know, struggle. I, I wish yeah. I never had to work at McDonald's. <laughs> you know? Yeah. This is, yeah. I mean, this is my, where I could disconnect from reality because I feel the same potential in the air where it's like, this kind of dumbass, like border skirmishy, like murdering people stuff is so ridiculous. And you would hope to see just nobody agreeing to do it. That's not the way the world is. But the, we've gone so soft. And I like it. It's better. Like it's way better. Like, well, your grandpa tells you that he had to like beat up every senior in his high school before he was allowed to graduate. You know, it's like, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't like killing people shouldn't be a sign of anything besides stupidity. Like if you're willing to kill people, you fucked up. If you're willing to die for something, you're a moron. You shouldn't, your, your life is like the get best gift you got. Why would you throw it away for a dumbass flat? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, people why would you, asking, and I don't, I don't trust nobody in the military. Anybody that signs up to follow orders for money, like fuck you forever. You're suspect. You need to stay in the back and just take, you need to serve coffee. You need to clean up. Like you're no longer trusted. You for can, me. you can, you can be on the team, but just yeah, you're allowed to defect. But like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I also believe in violence as a means to an end, but not any sort of like state sanctioned or organized violence in that way at all. It was Hillary Clinton that said it would define uh, a generation. What a piece of garbage. Yeah. Well, she went on TV, dude, and was saying like, uh, you know, we're going to give them arms and they're going to, we can give them arms and they'll be able to drive them back just like we did in the 1980s with Afghanistan and Russia, uh, a well, armed and, and I just, and then she does like a gym from somebody described it as this. I don't want to, she described it as a gym from the office smile. Like, I mean, not every outcome of that was great. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those yep. who know, fourth well, that's wallers. what we're going to do. And then I'm looking at the, the people that, that are, first of all, Kickstarter fundraising for the Ukrainian military, which I also GoFundMe's and Kickstarters for the Ukrainian military to me is the craziest shit I've ever yeah. heard. And, but you also see them marching in the street and, you know, people send me, I've seen a lot of pictures of like their flags and stuff like that with like swastikas or like, like a lot of Nazi type stuff on it. And it's like, People are like, oh, you know, this is different than funding the Mujahideen. And I'm just like, because they're white, but they're also Nazis. You're, we're literally giving Nazis stinger yeah. missiles. 
So that's a fucking really smart idea. This can't turn out bad for us. And in 20 years, when it turns out bad for us, none of the people that advocated for it will get in trouble. Well, right. people won't say anything. They'll still be New York Times opinion writers. Hillary yep. Clinton will fucking be on life support, but running for president somehow. <laughs> yeah, when is whenever this is Zaw's gang or whatever feels like they've been wronged by the United States and decides to terrorism us back. Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um Yeah, it's just crazy, man. It's just it doesn't it I I don't know. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I'll 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 actually play this audio for everybody here. Uh this is Hillary Clinton on Rachel Maddow. Uh 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 uh, uh I have to bring up Twitter on the other computer. But uh, yeah, and also, I guess I don't have to play it. People have heard it. You can find it. Um, I also want to say that like, when people are making fun of the Putin long table, have you seen all that stuff? Like the memes about no. how he sits at a long table? No. So there's all these memes of Vladimir Putin sitting oh. at a really long table. And they're like using it to kind of make fun of him and say he's like germaphobic and and by the way there's a pandemic going on it's actually kind of responsible for Makes him sense. To sit at the end of a very long table but um so yeah it, it's all these people kind of uh making these jokes and you know what it reminds me of Baghdad Bob do you remember Baghdad Bob no you don't remember that so during the beginning of the Iraq war there was a guy that was like Saddam Hussein's uh, is it envoy. It, it was his, it was his media guy, like his press secretary. Okay? okay. And he would come out and say, everything's fine. Everything's okay. As bombs like blew up in the background and the radio stations in the United States and, and like would had all these parody songs about Baghdad Bob. They started calling him Baghdad Bob. And, and like there were sketches, sketch comedy stuff about it. There was, there were music, like parody songs about it. There were sketches about it on radio. And it was just like this way, it was like this propaganda thing that was funny. So it was like, oh, we're all having a fucking really good time with this war, right? <laughs> you know, that was like kind of where they, where they what they were doing so uh yeah it it just the table thing is is really really bad like it just bugs me too don't don't do a baghdad bob okay don't do that don't make i mean you can make jokes but come on man all right here here's the audio i was okay where the okay well flub. that's a flub this is kind of a flub uh well hillary clinton's uh, Twitter is, I'm, that was going to be a really stupid thing I was going to say is that her Twitter is hard to navigate, but it's a Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you spend, you spend probably 16 hours a day on that site. You probably, you got to know how to do it. All right, here we go. Madam Secretary, one of the things that's happened in recent days is that people who have spent time with Putin, who have sat across the table from him at negotiations and talks over the years say, um, that as much as they might have either disliked or, or thought that Putin was ruthless before, he seems different. Um, he doesn't seem like himself. He seems like there might be something uh, wrong with him, that he might be nuts. Um, okay. 
uh, this is very odd. This is like a kind of propaganda that is very weird to me. Uh, uh, I, yeah, especially after all the presidents that we've had. <laughs> we just did have Donald Trump, and now we have Joe Biden, who... who... <laughs> okay. We've heard that from people who have been in diplomatic negotiations with him before. I, I wanted to get your take on that, both as somebody who has spent time with him, but also your take on whether or not that should factor into how... Oh, what the hell? Well, it's a difficult question to answer from afar, obviously. Um, I, I, I think uh, the reports coming out uh, suggest both uh, his temperament, uh, his paranoia uh, seems to have increased dramatically, his vindictiveness, uh, his dictatorial approach to the people around him, including his own military uh, leadership, uh, seems to have gone further and deeper than anybody had ever seen before. Uh, I mean, but she just said it's hard to see this from afar. She's not like sitting at a table with this guy or anything. Yeah. And like, I would, here's the thing. I'm not sticking up for Putin, but if I was, if I was, if I'd be pretty paranoid right now, <laughs> like I, I would be kind of freaked. They used to say that about Castro a lot. Oh, he's fucking paranoid. He crazy. He, and it's like America has been trying to kill him for five years. 40 years so mm -hmm. uh people have also suggested that maybe physically he's facing some health challenges i think it's important what is she doing what kind leaders. of fear this is just total fear mongering this yeah, is just saying like this guy's on his way out he's like a rabid dog he's going he's going haywire i guess that's the, that's the point so that they can invade or, or start something so that he doesn't push the button well, here comes some stuff she's going to say, I think. Here. Intelligence agencies to get the best information they can. But ultimately, the people closest to Putin, those who have to deal with him, those who he's keeping at the end of 40-foot tables while he <laughs> issues bizarre orders, they're the ones who need to act. They need to act for the good of Russia. They need to stop him. Whether or not this has turned into some kind of physical or mental uh, problems that uh, he either had or Jesus. has in some way uh, come down with, we don't know. But his behavior is dangerous, and it's dangerous to the future of Russia. So, I mean, the thing when I hear, this is the thing that's been going on with me since this Ukraine thing started. Everything that they say about him sounds like our guys. That's yeah. what's been so frustrating to me to hear this. It's like, this sounds like our fucking guys, dude. Like our guys do all of this stuff and say all of this stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So my hope is that the people who are watching him, those who get close enough to see in person his behavior, which is so erratic, that they can try to prevent him from doing things that will not only be tragic uh, for Ukraine, but tragic for Russia, too. This oh. should be stopped for Russia's sake. See, that we should do this for their sake. I'm like, this is shit we should be doing here. We should be saying this here. Joe Biden is a fucking maniac, dude. Yeah. 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 He's, he has no idea what's going on. Did you see him talking about the Iranians? No. When did he down? He was doing a speech today about something, and he was like, the, the Iranian people 
<laughs> and um, did he Kamala was yeah he did. Kamala was behind him, uh, and she mouthed like Ukrainian to herself. Oh. Vic Berger put the put the um, the uh, curb your enthusiasm music over it. It's that's the thing. That's what's been bugging me a lot. And 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 from the first New York Times push notification I got about this Ukrainian thing, like that's the first thing I thought was like this is this is them, man. This is our people too. Like Putin is a big fucking deal. And like we're sitting around here in this country saying like, why won't the Russian people take down Putin? Oh, uh, While oh, right. we're sitting here thinking like, why don't we stop our people? All the same shit happens from here. That's what's frustrating. That's why I don't take sides, and that's why I don't like. That's that's why I'm I'm I don't have a solution. I don't fucking know, but I'm not paid to have a solution or anything like that. So that's how I feel about Ukraine. Yeah, and I'm willing to say, like, I'm tired of all these shit from all these people. Like, yeah. I, I'm uh, like, none of these fucking assholes make sense to me. I don't think one is better than the other. I'm not going to pick Donald Trump versus Vladimir Putin versus uh, fucking Macron versus Trudeau. Like, I, all of them are trash and should be thrown away. I'm with you, man. Well, that is the show. That is Street Fight. We are not going. Here's the thing. We're not going to be here Sunday, but Brett's going to be live on Monday. And, and. You will get a special preview of, of me and Chris uh, doing Reacher Roundtable, which is a show about Jack Reacher or the Reacher movie, uh, non-sexual. It Wait, doesn't you, have anything to do with You sex. call it the Reacher Roundtable? Reacher Roundtable. Reacher. Reacher Round. Round table. Round table. One word, round table. Reacher, the other word. Reacher Roundtable. Doesn't have anything to do with The sex. Reacher Roundtable. No. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's it's a roundtable conversation about Reacher, the TV show. What's a That's, Reacher? I don't remember. Is that like a Carl, one of the Carls? It's Jack Reacher, his show. Reacher. Jack Reacher, like when you the show reach, is over and, Reacher. reach over and jack someone off. The show is called Reacher, and it's called Roundtable. And yes, I'm taking Sunday off because the Revolution pay-per-view. Uh, 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 AEW Revolution pay-per-view that I'm going to be watching. But uh, yeah. We Reacher, called the Reach Around Table uh, Mushy Cookie. No. That's what we always called it. It doesn't have anything to do with cum or sex or anything like that. It's just, it's called the Reacher. Just jacking and reaching. Reacher, Reacher for, like the TV show, round table like a table that you have to sit around. That's the show. Uh, okay, yeah. now I get it. And you'll get a preview of that on uh, Monday. And uh, I hope you like it. It's very funny. It's a very fucking weird show me and him are doing. So I think people like it. And uh, we'll see you on social medias. We're Street Fight WCRS. If you have a band, we're running out of music. Send an email to streetfightradio at gmail.com uh, or any of the social media stuff, and we will get you played. Um, we're try we have it set up right now. So the pre-show for the live streams, you get five or ten minutes of airplay before we start the stream. So... That's all new music uh, from Street Fight listeners and friends of Street Fighters. So that's one good thing we do for the community. That's, that counts. All right. Goodbye, Peace. everybody. I'm going to go eat my food.